0: And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake.
1: Afternoon, welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer, Milton Blake, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, live at Milberger's Landscape Nursery on a beautiful, Another beautiful day. Yes, it is. It's pretty. I can't say there's no clouds in the sky. Yeah. There are, but uh, the breeze is slight. Is that better? i was <laughs> uh, just yes. w-
2: listening uh, to see what else you would say. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> the breeze is slight. The sun's shining. Uh-huh.
2: Temperatures are moderate. You, you find yeah. most days beautiful, don't you? What's that? You find most days beautiful, don't you? No,
1: the couple days that we were inside were not beautiful. They were, oh, okay. they were cold, wet, rainy. Is, and-
2: oh, you, yes. were, you, were, you weren't coming in, commenting on the no, those, heat inside or anything. Yeah,
3: yeah. The, <laughs> I sure, I sure <laughs> right. was glad well, he was inside, too.
1: Yeah, I could do that. I could say, you know, where we are here at Millburgers, it's a nice 72 degrees. There's, there's a slight <laughs> breeze coming bad. from the ceiling
4: uh, down through the
1: vent. and uh, you know, But I don't. Hey, uh, it is a pretty day here at Millburgers, and there's some folks out here shopping. I've seen some Christmas trees coming back. I'll explain what that's about. Uh, When you bring your Christmas tree back to Millburgers, even if you didn't buy it here, uh, Millburgers will give you a a 20% off coupon good for your next purchase. You have to do it through the 13th. So I'm trying to think. I guess that's the next Sunday, isn't it? Bring your
2: tree through the 13th.
1: Yes. The coupon is good through the 28th. 28th. uh, February. February, yeah. Yeah, so let's see. Is uh, that next Sunday the 13th? What is today? Yeah. The 6th. The next Sunday is the 13th. So you've got some time. Thursday, yeah. Uh, next Saturday, Did, did David you see
3: that one? I saw somebody with tie- a car. Yeah. And they had it wrapped, they had the tree wrapped in a blanket. Yeah, that's smart. I saw that. Tied on top of the car. <laughs> that's very smart. Why? I don't know. Well, so it it won't would the you, top. why
2: would you, would you be worried that the needles will fall off? No, no I'd
3: be it worried that it would scratch the, the roof up.
1: So if you put the, uh, blanket, put the blanket around there, yeah. it saves, well, every, saves so,
3: yeah.
2: everything. That might be good, yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Um, Next Saturday, David Rodriguez will be here, and he'll be doing one of the uh, EarthKind seminars. This one to help you uh, if you've ever wanted to grow your own fruit trees, uh, whether that's uh, a pecan tree or uh, berries or apples or figs. Uh, what else did he talk about? Did he talk about persimmon and pomegranate?
3: I and think so. Yeah, peaches. You, you peaches.
2: Yep. He said he mentioned he talk about strawberries a little bit.
3: Oh, good. Okay. Blackberries.
1: So this is absolutely free, and it's going to be held whether rain or shine. So,
2: um, well, don't scare. You know, they've got that nice facility. That, no, that's right. Yeah. Well, what so.
1: happens is, I know what happens is, uh, I don't know. I'll look and see what the weather's supposed to be for next Wednesday. But when it gets on the news, I'll, uh, not for next Wednesday, for next Saturday, I'll, by Wednesday they'll be putting on there what the weather's going to be, and if they say it's going to be rainy, people will make their plans, and it won't include coming here because they're afraid. Mm-hmm. That, so, But you need to know right now that rain or shine,
2: we're doing it. And there's a nice yeah, oh, a nice facility, to, a comfortable facility
5: he, to do it.
1: Yeah, we're going to do it in the greenhouse, and they set it up all nice so it's uh, dry and toasty and warm, and you're amongst beautiful Phalaenopsis orchids and African oh, violets. Well. And, and um, yeah, so uh, put that on your calendar. You can go to Nursery dot com for more details. That's next Saturday from ten thirty uh, to noon, ten thirty
3: to noon. Um, and if you uh, if you want to see what what we meant, we we, we were talking about failing off officers orchid for Christmas. These orchids that are in the greenhouse now in full bloom uh, have been in there since before Christmas. It's right, and they still look gorgeous. And they still look great. Well, look and we think like they'll make it.
2: Are. They'll easily make it through uh, Valentine's. Yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So you can give them as a uh, combined present. <laughs> it, that drives all those people crazy that have birthdays that are so close to Christmas. Yeah, you know, yeah. Combined presents. Yeah.
3: Happy birthday, Christmas, Valentine's, and and Mother's maybe Day. Maybe Mother's Day. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> it
1: just depends on uh, the quality of the phalaenopsis you buy and how cheap you are. <laughs> if you uh, want that gift, this is a gift for the spring, yeah, every yeah. holiday in the spring, including Mother's Day. Um, So, yeah, those are uh, – we'll get Trace up here in a minute. He's helping somebody with some citrus right now. But, yeah. Uh, he'll talk about the poppies a little bit and what's, uh, what's coming in. Uh, so uh, come on and uh, out here and visit with us or call us at 210-308-8867. I'll talk a minute. I'm going to go make sure that we're on in the nursery.
3: Okay. So we, gonna... we don't want all those people to be disappointed uh, Calvin got a had a wonderful had the wonderful article in yesterday's paper about uh, plant now for wildflowers or reseeding reseeding wildflowers
2: right? yeah the th- three kind of special of course the blue bonnets that we're yeah. always talking about and yeah
3: uh, that's what the headline was. I yeah, was reading the that, Larkspur. Yeah. They, they, all they mention is the blue Boss. But you talk about Larkspur, and then you talk about this new... Uh, uh, yeah. Maroon poppy. Maroon poppy, yeah.
2: If you want to get into yeah. active... Uh, those of you that like Greg Grant's books, I like, I like of course, mm-hmm. that Jerry does, too. Uh, Greg's a great writer and a great horticulturist. And this is uh, one of the plants that he's, one of several plants that he's uh, uh, selected and uh, promoted. Yeah. And he's looking for folks that want to try it. Maroon blue bonnet, I mean, maroon poppy. <laughs> but then he's also uh, gone further and said, uh, uh, if you go ahead and get on the team, Make sure you cull out all, all the reds and all the single, yeah. and we'll just we'll try to keep some uh, full, some uh, beds of the double maroon and not not let them get overcome by the reds.
3: Well, the Greg is 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 deceiving himself like the rest of them. <laughs> Can you see people going out pulling yeah. up a beautiful red poppy? Uh, yeah, so, yeah.
2: <laughs> so I suggest in the article it might be easier to, it'd be probably be pretty easy to pull up the burnt orange. Uh,
3: poppy yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, you did a good job with that. Uh, let's see, where is he? I read that.
1: I think Trace is bringing us some poppies.
3: Another option, opt, uh, another option is to obtain. Oh no, that's the. A
2: but but anyway what we uh Jerry and I talked about this uh I think last Saturday and Saturday before though but get you know you got to get you got to move pretty fast to get these uh desirable you know bluebonnet transplants and if you got any seeds sitting around home get those out too they're not doing any good in a drawer gosh that's a nice plant
3: <laughs> <laughs> i wondered what he would bring
2: yeah up. did you hear
1: us talking about it no. Oh yeah, we were just talking about.
6: It. Yeah. So
1: I said, "Trace will probably bring us uh, one." Let me look.
6: Well, I brought the sign. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I brought some leaves, but that's incidental.
1: No. Okay. Cool. Well, we'll join the conversation. We're talking about the maroon poppies.
6: So uh, it's an Aggie poppy. We, uh, uh, we actually got a sign. Do we have uh, to culture from David, and we made a little sign with his uh, his uh, knowledge of this poppy. On it we put it on the, the table next to both sizes,
3: six-packs and four-and-a-half-inch pots.
2: Okay. And you get those. Uh, well, You've got lots of choices.
3: Milton and I were looking for the poppies yesterday after mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. You've got them under herbs. N- no.
1: I think they fixed yeah. it. No, they, they fixed, fixed it. it. They fixed it? Yeah, I looked at them the, this afternoon. And, oh. there's, and the, there's a price on them. Yep. Oh, okay. We didn't know what the price was. We thought they were free, so I just took a number of them. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you can give me a heart attack. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Trace. Yeah, no, they're okay now. They have the price on. They're 2.99 for a six pack. 2.99 for the four and a half inch. They are. Yeah. And um, what's besides their maroon? Is there anything special about the poppies? And well, what? they're it's double. Actually, a
6: pretty color. A pretty bloom too. Uh, yeah. And it's, oh, double. Yeah, it's a double. So uh, that makes it even more unusual.
2: And it okay. sounds like you can expect to see. Some other color variations. Oh in, yeah, and know.
6: singles is yeah. the way I read it too. Right. So uh, the suggestion was to remove those so they no, don't, I don't go to seed. See.
2: It was uh, more than uh, with Greg. It's not usually a suggestion. It was more of a demand order for yeah, demand. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna join me in enjoying these uh, uh, these maroon poppies, you have an obligation to pull out the red ones and the singles. And Jerry thought maybe that uh
6: well that was mentioned twice in the in the uh article that david sent us so uh yeah because they, they're quite adamant about making sure that they re- produces doubles
3: yeah oh, okay and it, it's this the plant's gonna want to produce some singles and uh it probably want to produce didn't he say he selected that from red
6: uh, i'm not sure i got that far into it but uh couple places in here he, he yeah. commented on removing anything yeah. that's not double
2: sounded like that was selected from red now we meant we started talking about uh where you could use those and of course you can do it like those uh blue bonnet transplants and have it be the beginning of a a uh naturalized area mm-hmm. it would look uh, really good with lark
6: yeah yeah
2: get some the height out of the larkspur, and then this uh for the shorter, darker color, but you can also do uh, uh, they're they're good enough to do in a row on a oh yeah, yeah raised bed, and then you get more seed and uh, um, <coughs> yeah, so so a lot a lot of choice or like Milton did it in containers.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I know. was expecting uh, some kind of wimpy transplants, but those are good looking transplants. They are. They they are already covering the the bottom of the two and a half inch and the four inch.
6: They are. They're really nice plants. Peterson yeah. did a good job with them.
3: So they they should uh, transplant easily. You shouldn't lose the plant. Oh, good. So uh, would well, not you, Milton? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to decide: do I get a six pack or do I get
1: the?
6: Uh,
2: four, you get a
3: you get the, the
2: biggest one there. You you did you the need to get the Milton proof. Get the four and a half inch. <laughs> okay. Trace, tell tell us again then. <laughs> Uh, tell us again where the, the blue bonnets are, the transplants, and then where those those maroon poppies are.
6: All right, so the maroon poppies from our location are just past the herbs at the back of the table. Both sizes are together.
2: So over sure. on the certified butterfly side. Next yeah. to the herbs. Next to the herbs. And uh,
6: the blue bonnets are on the next table over. Okay, so, so
3: they're there. in
2: the same vicinity. Huh?
6: Cool.
3: And then, so do, so do you the, have any red, maroon, <laughs> blue bonnets?
6: I do not believe so.
3: Are they not available yet?
6: The only thing they showed this week was uh, Lady Bird. Oh, okay. And then blue. we and a lot of them.
3: Is that right? Yeah. Blue.
2: And we talked about the so we'll the try the Yeah,
3: just
1: real quick. So when you come to Millburgers, you'll see the tables, the group of tables closest to the access road, and uh, to where well we don't know where they're parking, and. I don't know, about in the middle,
2: right by the certified butterfly garden. Oh
6: well, okay. What well, if they don't know where the
1: certified butterfly
6: garden? Oh, uh-huh. well, they can
1: find that, I guess.
6: Okay. So yeah, or they can just come while we're doing the show, and you uh, I'll just, take them over there. There you or go. Actually, Trace, I'll take them over there at any point.
1: That's right. Trace will personally give you a tour.
2: And then there's the, uh, we also talked talked about larkspurs in the article, and there's uh, larkspur seed there on the racks
3: too. Yes. So. And most of the time they. They go for double little larks, or see it, double blue. Yeah, they're, 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 because fun they're the ones that eat dry. It's
2: yeah. fun to have naturalized in your yeah. garden.
3: Yeah, oh, too. yeah.
2: They're great. I like them as cut flower, and of course, the hummingbirds love them.
3: But I, th- I think, uh, I think Greg is being optimistic by saying that, uh, for the people to pull out the, uh, uh, the rogues, basically, for people to rogue them. Well,
2: as you well know it's much easier to give that kind of advice than it is to actually. Oh yeah. Do it. <laughs> I've seen, well, through the years, on uh, the even master gardeners that seemed, you know, we think of as discipline. Yeah. Gardeners, where they they just <laughs> cringe and and figure out ways to avoid that. Like, even, like even doing sne- bird. yeah, sneak like preserving, s- sneaking the cold, <laughs> the the cold plants and put them in your pocket and and pre- you know saving them. It's like like a uh, at the uh, where you take the dogs. I mean when you when you have the oh uh, animal rescue league or something. That's yeah. the way the even the the gardeners are on uh, culling <laughs> plants.
3: One of, my, one of my better volunteers, uh, uh, when, we cu- when we cull blue bonnets, I, f- I finally let some of them help me cull. Uh, we do the major culling, but uh, it has to be an obvious cull or, or selection. Uh, in other words, the blues out of the, uh, the reds red red. Uh and uh inevitably one of my better volunteers opens her trunk when we start doing that and she carries the transplants that she pulls up out of the field and puts them in her trunk
2: i don't know if you remember the very first master gardener class it was in started in uh, i don't
3: remember that far back yeah that's
2: right (laughs) uh it was in nineteen ninety January, and it was at Peterson's Wholesale Nursery. Yeah, and part of every Master Gardener class has been a tour of the wholesale nursery right. there. And uh, the first thing it, they got to the, you know, we're talking about the process, and and then they would, we walked by the uh, where they threw all the
3: the dump truck. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I mean, man, it was so embarrassing. They were in there digging <laughs> out things. That were away you know was uh, almost like this uh, had to, had to apologize for this undisciplined crowd, uh, group of rowdies. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, of the, course uh, the Peterson crew uh, as, was used to it so
1: <laughs> Trace, what else is uh, here that you want to kind of feature while we got a second? We talked about David coming next week. Uh, mm-hmm. so that means that uh, he'll be talking about growing fruit trees, berries, nuts. Uh, which means that you'll have all those in.
6: The bulk of them should be showing up Tuesday, uh, maybe Wednesday, along with uh, next weekend's plant of the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, which we we're not mentioning.
3: No, we don't know what it is. He won't tell us. Uh, he got some beautiful uh, spinach transplants. And right, we yes. Out there, we start bringing and a few broccoli. things.
6: The weather's nice, so we start bringing a few things out of the greenhouse. So. We have some nice impatience and begonias, and she's bringing the colorful hanging baskets back out. Uh, oh, good! So uh, we're, we're filling the front back up
2: again. When does the rodeo start? February.
3: I, David was saying yesterday that it's earlier this year. I but said it was starting you, a little earlier. I don't know. It usually starts first first part of February, first you, week of February. Yeah.
6: So that means the rodeo tomatoes are already planted.
3: Yeah, they are. Yeah, he, that's he, what he said. said they were planted. Uh, uh, sat uh, Friday, Friday, last Friday.
6: Well, I'll be turning this cover this. I'll be turning in a booking then.
2: <laughs> well, we probably should be talking about potting up too, like we do. Yeah,
3: week. yeah. Well, that always goes along with it when it's this early. Yeah.
1: Ashley did some research. Rodeo starts February seventh.
2: Seven?
3: Yeah, February seventh. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I thought that's about when it started last year. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Well, of course.
2: With your memory, Jerry, it's hard to.
3: Talk. Well, maybe, maybe Davey's talking about, you know, the 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 master gardeners uh, set up a tent. They right. They was, uh, in charge of tents out there. It's a tent out there. The you remember the tents, don't you? Oh, you gosh. Us? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he used to do radio programs out there. Mm-hmm.
6: Out there. I miss the Go Texan tent.
3: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, maybe he meant they had to have to start preparing and setting up the tent for the opening. Of I know one of the thing. reasons
2: that they are not having the, the sp- spring Master Gardener class is the rodeo. But, of course, we've had the rodeo every year for yeah. ever and ever. Uh, but they're going to have uh, ma- the Master Gardener class will be in the fall in Bear County. So, yeah. Uh, you're looking you're kind of thinking about that check out the website and uh, get go ahead and get prepared get your psych up for the applying and uh,
3: attending the training i wonder if you can get on a waiting list oh yeah i bet so
2: yeah it's amazing the bear county waiting list has been for since the beginning and in, mm-hmm. in 1990 has been very long but you can get in a in the classes in Guadalupe county comal county uh and Gonzales county, and then a number of folks have go to the training there and then if they want to transfer they can transfer oh so. okay so yeah you can get uh of course the classes are all different offerings too, some of them are in the off- afternoon rarely in the evening mm-hmm. but the uh I think the Guadalupe Master Gardeners in January is in the this month is in the in the evening okay
1: hey uh, we're going to take a quick break Trace you want to hang up here with us or stay here up here uh, for, or do you sorry,
6: need I'm going to go put the sign back so people know what okay. like the poppies are <laughs> Okay, good. All
1: right, we're going to take a quick break while we do you give us a call at 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free 866 308 Eighty-eight sixty-seven. More of Milberger's gardening. South Texas is coming up live from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen oh four on boulevardy Road with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. Back after this on nine thirty a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at sixteen oh four and boulevardy Road. What's your gardening goal for two thousand nineteen? If you know terrific. If you don't, that's okay too, because all you need to know is Millberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road will help you achieve those gardening goals. Because they have the three P's. The plants, products, and professional advice you need to have a great gardening experience. The plants. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically time-tested in this area. Plants the experts have given their thumbs up to. Plants they know you'll have the best chance of doing well with. So when you get your plant at Millburgers, you have peace of mind knowing you've made a good choice. Products. Millburgers carries the products to keep those plants healthy and happy and the professional advice sometimes all you need is just a little advice millburgers professionals are trained to give you the best advice for this area so trust in millburgers to help you have a great 2019 gardening experience millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on Boulevardy road
7: This is Mark Sadasky from Mark Sadasky Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadavsky Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is, you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadavsky Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818.
8: Unexpected Reactions to Smart Financial Decisions
3: brought to you by FeedThePig.org.
9: Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k.
4: So you're giving up? Just like that?
9: Giving up on what?
4: I'm getting an inheritance from a distant relative.
9: Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now?
4: Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler, using summer as a verb.
9: How do you figure?
4: Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable.
9: Right, which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals.
4: Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal
9: for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the
8: American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council.
1: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. You give us a call. I got lots of calls at the end of the show last uh, week, uh, and so we weren't able to devote as much time to them. So if you got a call, don't be shy. Just call right now and let's see if we can't help you out. Uh, We have a lot of shy listeners, I know. Do we? Yes, we do. Very shy. Okay. So don't be shy. Hey, uh, let me tell you this, too. Let's talk about Spider-Man pest control for a moment. You shouldn't be shy if you've got uh, roaches or rats or scorpions or fleas or termites in your house and or. (laughs) If you've got all those, you need to call Spider-Man very quickly. Uh, If you've got just one... You can wait till tomorrow to call (laughs) Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. They've been helping homeowners and business owners, by the way, since uh, since 1976. They've been your web of protection, and uh, they do it right. And what I like about, again, is my introduction to Spider-Man Pest Control came with a friend of mine who owned a restaurant, and she had bats. And she called, yeah, and bats. Nothing
2: worse than bats getting in your soup.
1: No, No. exactly. That was the joke is, you know, waiter, there's a bat in my soup. Shh, everyone will want one. You know, it was, and that's not so funny when it's true, you know. So she called one pest control company. They came and for a little while got rid of the bats, but they came back. So she called another pest control company and the same thing happened. And then she called Spider-Man. And Spider-Man got rid of them, and they stayed gone. And she stayed with Spider-Man. So uh, Spider-Man Pest Control is your web of protection and a pest control company that you'll like working with. Warren Remy and the guys there are great. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or on the web at GoSpiderManPest.com for Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. All right, 210 308 Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Excuse me. Yeah, I think we're all getting the crud. Two one zero three zero eight. Eighty-eight sixty-seven is our number. So give us a call and be a part of the show.
3: Calvin. Yes. Oh dear. As I'm having to, I'm having to think about mowing my grass again. My winter, winter, sustainable winter. Yeah. I did that yesterday. Year, huh? Did her. you mow yeah. your grass yesterday? Your horseshoes. Did you char- start your lawnmower? Yep. <laughs>
1: It, your, it's reluctantly started. Your, oh. Your
3: horse herb isn't, is it, is, is it come back yet? No. No, mine either. not Not bad. I mean, it's you can see it. Yeah.
2: Rescue grass, though. Is everywhere.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And it's beginning to
1: need a mowing. I got big, thick clover like looking things that, that are about kind of mounding. Uh-huh. And, and the lawnmower is doing great until it gets to them. And boy, it does not <laughs> like them at all. Uh,
2: you, have you got a mulching mower? Mm hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. a little tougher. Huh?
1: Yeah, and uh, so I, I, my goal was to get rid of all the... There was a blanket. I hope this wasn't a mistake. I should have asked first. In fact, if I'd gotten the right answer, I wouldn't have had to do the long. It got a bump on my head, too. I ran
2: into a limb.
5: Oh. Um, right. It's, it's not that easy. That, well, that, it's yeah. hazardous. Our answer
2: would have been, no, don't run into a <laughs> <the> limb. <land." laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Well, I
1: appreciate that. It's a little too late now. I should have okay. known better and asked you first. Um, so we had a blanket of... Uh, big old leaves, about this big, all over the back, and it was like, okay, so it seems time to crunch those guys up and
3: sycamore trees. Sycamore I guess leaves. I think
1: so, yeah. I think that's right. Big tall tree. Yeah, lots of leaves, and uh, uh, so
2: the bark all kind of light. Yeah, pattern. Yeah,
1: I'll have, I'll take a picture of it for you, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's tall. It's a beautiful tree. Yeah, uh, and uh, so yeah. I thought I'd mulch up the, uh, there you the go. leaves. Uh, it seemed both... Don't bag it. Yeah. Just mow it. Well, it I know people like to do it, and I think they get a joy out of raking, like, say, grimacing. <laughs> but, yeah, it's much easier than raking them. Yeah. And it's better for the lawn, so.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, well, anyway, so we were talking about mowing your lawn.
2: Yeah, it always uh, surprises me when I... I the last mowed it about two weeks ago, and I mowed the leaves up, and it looks like it really wasn't cutting the leaves up much. But within like two days, the the I leaves know. are you know kind of disappeared there. Uh-huh. And so because so when they're laying on top, it's one thing full, and when they've been cut up with the lawn, it's another thing, and they uh, they disintegrate pretty quickly.
1: Now here's what I found. This what? is going to be fascinating. Yeah, okay. I found that when I went, let's see, east to west on the lawn, that the the leaves disappeared. When I went north to south, not so much.
2: Okay, there is, what, <laughs> is there, the, the cat,
1: No, that's no, honestly what happened. I so I had to do when I went uh, like so like I had the same issue you had. I kind of was mowing it, and I would look over it, and it's like. Okay, that doesn't feel like I accomplished anything. Mm -hmm. But then you get two or three, and this is when I'm going east to west. When I did two or three, then you could see the lawn where the leaves still were and where you had been. And, yeah, you could see that you had accomplished it. But when I went north to south with the lawnmower, I know it doesn't make any sense. It's the way you sharpened the blade. You're just making that up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The little quiver in your lips as you tried not to laugh uh, gave it away. Yes, but I'm just telling you. So then I did a cross cut. Then I did those, my north to south. I also did east to west. Beautiful.
5: Yeah,
1: but
2: the that duck- r- rescue grass relatively easy to mow. Yeah. yeah. At this point, it gets harder in the as it gets laid into the. There's season. One,
1: of, one of the grasses that kind of lays down when you mow it. Is that the rescue grass? It is. is that if the it, rye?
2: if if it, if it lets get too high, too high. Okay. But. Uh, the one thing too in the spring, the rescue grass doesn't grow real f- fast, so you got, you know, you don't have to mow every week. I generally think of mowing every three weeks or so with the rescue grass. Now, horse herb is even easier because it doesn't it doesn't grow. You could go, leave it go a long time.
1: Yeah, doesn't get that tall. No. When you mow it, you actually don't know whether you've mowed it sometimes.
2: Now, that's right. You know where it does get tall though if you if you have. A, Horse herb in your uh, fertilized uh, raised bed <laughs> garden, It gets it's almost like a different plant in there. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a serious, serious weed, hard even hard to pull out.
1: 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Uh, give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Maybe we can help you out today at 210-308-8867 or 866-308-8867.
3: Speaking of leaves, uh, Neil has got a question. Oh, hey, uh, we got
1: Warren with. Oh, so got Warren with Spider Man on the line. Really? Yeah, Warren's calling us. What's oh. going on, Warren?
10: Well, I heard about your uh, mowing experience, and I just wanted to have a little input to you, Milton.
1: Okay. This is Warren of Spider Man. This is the nice guy I was talking about just a few minutes ago.
2: Well, you better be careful because he may be critical of your. Uh, Analysis of the east, west, and north no, south w- mowing.
1: Watch how deftly he handles okay. this. You will be amazed. Okay, go ahead, Warren. Milton, you just, <laughs> yes,
10: Warren. You, you're you're so exactly right. You're cutting sun up to sundown, and that way you can see. I mean, you know, you're facing either sun up or sundown, east, west, and you can see all that stuff so much better instead of north to south. You know what I'm saying?
1: Now, see, I don't know if you're making this up, too.
5: <laughs> well, Milton has gone through his life having
2: people bring, make stuff Yeah, up. I,
5: if you've been on the show you as could, much as I have. Milton, you could spray
10: it with 2,4-D and just be just weed-free.
1: There you go. Oh. Well. No. Oh, wait, <laughs> now wait. Actually, too. Here's another factor I did not put into the equation. Uh-oh. The um, the, the north tree. to south is under the tree. There you go. Does that make it more likely that I wouldn't have Because And the grass was shorter.
2: Well, north and south, east and west should be under the tree, too, shouldn't they? Oh, yeah. Rats. <laughs> <Milton>. <laughs> Never mind. <Yeah>. You're really <laughs> reading
10: there, Milton. You know, I like, was. do, do not... Do not spray 2,4-D. 4D. I was joking yep. about that.
1: Thank you, Warren. So what's going on? Hey, what? So what's bugging uh, most homeowners right now? Since we got you on the line.
8: Well, the rodents are uh,
10: keeping us busy day after day, but the number one insect on the national level is ants. Every kind oh, of really? ant, we've got about. Yes, sir. We got about. Four different ants that are just just going crazy right now. The um, the Argentine oh. ant and the the true crazy ant or raspberry ant. Uh, those doggone on things. They uh, will trail them three houses from the house that we're trying to eliminate them, and they go huh. no yeah, they will they'll go down the sidewalk, leaving this house, they'll go down the curb, two houses down, and they'll be nested at the neighbor's house. So the source of, of the infestation is like three houses away from the house that they're going up in the pantry.
2: Sounds like we need a wall.
10: <laughs> it's amazing. It is amazing, uh, yes. A big hey, uh, wall. Yeah.
2: Warren, what are what are those? Uh, what are the ants that we uh, often mistake for termites? Is that cutting? What are what are the, those ants? Do you ma-
10: well, no, not not really the cut ants. The carpenter ants are are the biggest one that people mistake. Uh, but, you know, between the wings and uh, the nesting in the wood, yeah. there's
2: well. Well, and it's it's uh, not much fun having carpenter ants, but it's certainly better when you get it when you have uh, Spiderman's people come out and say, "No, they're not termites; they're just carpenter ants." Oh yeah! So it's an easier easier control job than with termites.
11: Yeah, one of is the it, uh,
10: Calvin, one of the um, the ants that uh, is is associated. With, with wood destruction is what's called the acrobatic ant, and it looks like a miniature carpenter ant. They're red and black, but their rear end is heart-shaped, and if, if they're running in a line, you can tap on, on the wall next to where they're running, and they'll stop, and they'll raise their rear end up, And what they're doing is they're throwing a pheromone off as an alert. And it's like, what's going on? What's going on? What's making that noise? And um, and when they do that, you can distinctly see that little heart shape on the rear end. And they're a wood-nesting ant, but they're not a wood-destroying ant. And there's a big difference right there.
2: Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that, that is interesting. That's why it's uh, good to have a professional out there to do do that uh, final diagnosis for you.
1: Yep. Uh, well, well, thank you for your help on the uh, the stuff, Warren. So, I, I'm just curious. So, on the home that you saw with the crazy ants, you're treating it. Where where do you end up having to treat it at the house that you've been called to, or do you uh, do something that helps get rid of it three houses down, or what do you do? uh
10: that's exactly what my guys asked me boss what do i do and okay uh, we' we're, we're limited legally we can only stay on the property line you know
5: mm-hmm.
10: so so instead of more spray or more insecticide or anything like that it's it's baiting the oh, they've okay. uh yeah, the the chemical companies have really perfected the food base that they're attracted to, and uh, so my guys will carry uh, three or four different types of baits on the truck, and um, and and the baiting procedure is is the answer. You have to you have to get them to pick it up and take it back to the queen. And those things have a lot of queens. There's some of the queens. In those nests, they'll have 10, 15, 20 queens all laying eggs, and and they just multiply so fast. So more spray is not the answer. The baiting really gets the job done.
1: Cool. Well, thank you for calling in, man. That was good. Did Marilyn tell you I saw saw her and we were afraid that we were going to have to tell you that there were deer running around Millburgers so that you'd come and visit with us?
10: Well, I I should have stayed there because I went to the deer lease up in San Saba and I saw one deer. And oh. I did not yeah. I did not shoot. I did not shoot that young deer. I don't I do not shoot young deer. So, I didn't shoot it. Darn it, I should have stayed in town.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you called though. Thanks, yeah,
2: man. Well, Warren doesn't have to go very far to get deer. A lot of his customers have they deer know. in their neighborhood, yeah. <laughs> With uh sometimes it's uh you got to shoo him away f- from the driveway to go in. there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Warren, Cal- Rummy of Spider Man Pest Control. Yes, sir, Calvin. I was
10: going to tell Calvin that I uh, I was going up to Canyon Lake to spray a, a police officer's home, San Antonio Police Department uh, officer, and um, and I saw this big, huge buck sitting next to a mailbox, and I thought, wow. That's a that is the most awesome statue I've ever seen of a buck. And just as I, yeah, just as I got close to it, that thing turned and looked at me, and I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> he was he was beautiful."
1: Hey, you guys have a great thanks, Warren. You too. Bye, Warren. Was, Happy New Year. Yeah, I'm glad you called us, Warren Remy of Spider Man Pest Control. You take care, and again, that number, uh, uh, you go spider dot com is where you can reach him. Go, Spider-Man Pest. But, yeah, he just he calls in because he's a listener. So, all right, let's go talk to Scrubby, who's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Scrubby, what's going on?
8: Oh, man, I just listened to the show today. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, thank you. Well, what I, I, I've got a, uh, we're always talking about these mountain laurels and how they're hard they are to propagate. Well, I've got one. Uh, it's a volunteer that's coming up under some more uh, of the uh, mountain laws, And I was wondering if I could, uh, you know, cultivate that thing and then eventually move it before it gets more about about six inches tall.
3: Do yeah, I'd, I'd move it immediately. Yeah. Really? The smaller you okay. can move it, the better.
8: Okay. All right, well, uh, another legitimate question. Uh, I've got a uh, 10-year-old... Uh, uh Asian uh primrose, I believe it's called. Anyway it's Asian about Asian uh, primrose. Yeah. It's uh eight foot tall and uh it's about ten feet wide. It's uh and it uh you know when I first put it in there it had it was covered with these little yellow blooms every year, you know. But uh lately it's just growing and I never have uh and blooms off of it, and uh, I was wondering if, uh, you know, if some kind of special fertilizer would help it make a bloom.
3: No. Is it in the shade?
8: No way. It's on the, it's sun from daylight to dusk.
3: Okay, okay. Uh,
8: Maybe more it, water? You say, you, say it's
3: a, a, you say it's actively growing. It's gotten bigger, right?
8: Oh yeah, I have to cut it back because it's growing out in the road every day, every year. You know.
3: Okay, when do you but, cut it back?
8: Oh, uh, when the was aren't in there anymore,
5: <laughs>
8: after the first freeze, I guess, or frost, or whatever. You know. But uh, actually, so I pruned
3: it. it you pruned it in the fall.
8: Well, I prune it year round, really. When it grows out in the road, I just go out there and cut it back.
3: Oh, okay. And, uh, okay. But
8: I don't. I don't cut the top and all and both sides or all three other sides. I just okay. cut the edge that, on the curb, and uh,
5: okay.
8: But uh, there's a uh, you know once in a while there'll be a few little old yellow blooms in there. But and I it you know all my neighbors have theirs look like uh, 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 the uh, uh, yellow bells, you know.
3: Yeah, there's, yeah. right?
8: Yellow. Yeah, Esperanza. Yeah, there's all you know, bright yellow. And mine has one or two, you know, and I have to go out there and look for them.
3: Huh? Uh, uh, is
8: it, is it I, more you know, of
3: a vine or is it a tree or shrub? No, it's a
8: vine. It's a vine. It's a shrub. I mean, it's uh, it's what they call and it, uh, horse high and hog tight. You know, you can't get through there.
3: <laughs> and uh, the deer. The deer don't eat it, do they?
8: Yeah, we eat deer out here. They ain't we ain't seen a deer out here since 1949.
3: Is that
8: right? <laughs> I, I um, guarantee you. We we hunt big dogs and, on this neighborhood. Uh,
3: huh? Is
2: he saying he hasn't seen a deer since 1949? Uh, yeah. Well, you want, uh, want me to ship them. you some over?
8: <laughs> uh, yeah, you can get them as far as you can. I don't believe they'll last past the first barbecue, though.
3: Uh, I'm wondering if you're not describing uh, primrose jasmine
8: Uh, well why don't we call it that then I don't you know yeah yellow
3: flowers and and vining huge primrose jasmine
8: okay so it
3: has nothing to do with but I can't I can't uh that, that's what they use in Hollywood Park and yeah, in our neighborhood. A lot of yeah. a lot of neighborhoods makes that a, the deer won't eat.
2: Yeah, makes a yeah. dense, nice. Uh, yeah, hedge or uh, covers a lot. Of and it's
3: evergreen, right?
2: Right. Ever
8: oh yeah, it's evergreen. It's a beautiful thing, and uh, I just uh,
2: yellow I flowers it, it, start it, it blooming full sun.
8: sun, and it hardly it hardly ever has any flowers anymore. When I when it was you know when it was five years old, it was. It would be covered, but I'm not the best, uh, oh. you know, hard a husband either. I don't really, you know, if it ain't dying, I don't go out there. So uh, maybe, you know, I yeah, I, I put a little uh, nineteen-five-nine on everything I got, but uh,
3: that's good.
8: I, maybe I'm not putting enough, or should I? Give it more water, uh, you know.
3: Yeah, uh, I can't figure out why. If that's a, if that's yeah, because that's
2: unusual. Primrose jasmine is blooms everywhere, and nobody, as far as I know, nobody, no, <laughs> nobody fertilizes it in my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah.
8: well, I I never um,
2: did. And I. At a drought tolerant, blooms in sun or shade. Uh, very, uh, very vigorous, attractive plant.
3: Kind of weeps. Yeah. I think that's the way he described it. Yeah,
8: yeah, it's a, it's a weeping thing. It just grows up and makes a big uh, uh, clump, you know, and uh, the, the little twigs or limbs on it, or some of them are six feet long, you know. They come out of the oh, top yeah. and they go all the way down to the ground.
2: Yeah, that sounds like it.
8: Okay. Well, why uh, wouldn't
3: it bloom? Huh? Why won't it bloom?
2: I don't know uh, why it won't start, bloom, because uh, we never, we, we never uh, have any. Unless
3: it's drought. This is dry. Too dry.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not on a slope or anything, is it? Dry, yeah, thin a little, soil? A little
8: bit. Yeah, it's on a slope, yeah.
2: With thin, relatively and the, thin soil? And
8: the, and, and the south side is uh, on the dry
11: side, so.
8: And yeah, it needs more a,
11: water.
2: Yeah, because ours, ours is all kind of on the the flat. Or the, does better in the lower areas. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. might be the key right there.
3: Yeah, it's part that I can that of.
8: All right. Well, look. Let's move off to another thing here. Uh, <laughs> y'all used to have a you have a regular guy named uh, did he called himself Chicken Joe. You remember him? Chicken the guy Joe. that was a was an expert on chickens and he helped people get started raising chickens. Well, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give up on tomatoes because y'all got them all. And I'm going to start raising chickens.
5: All and right,
8: two hundred square feet that I used to uh, burn up and kill okra and tomatoes in. I'm going to start trying my luck with chickens.
3: Okay, and, uh,
8: and I and uh, there's a common or there's maybe it's not so common, but there's a way that uh, up in uh in the big thicket, my brother and his neighbors they have what they call a chicken tractor it's about a 10 by 20 enclosure and they move it along the ground after you know the chickens they have a little hutch in there and then they have a big uh uh, grassy area for them to graze in and Hmm. then when they graze that up well then they move it 20 feet and they just push it around the yard you know it's called a tractor so i wonder if y'all know anything about that
3: no, I've never heard about that. Yeah, uh, David Rodriguez at the uh, County. Hey, are you in hey any, oh, yeah. any Any extension office would have uh, uh, poultry. Yeah. Uh, information. Yeah, and David
2: offers a lot Bulletin. of number of classes. Yeah. So we, we
3: can ask him next
1: week, Scrubby, when he comes and visits us on Saturday.
2: I've I've oh, seen yeah. those tra- those uh, tractors. We didn't call them tractors. We just called them just, yeah. mobile pens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that, but, that's but they're what it cool. To. They work nice. Yeah, and
8: awesome. then you uh, you know the chicken is uh, is free range actually. You know because it's on the ground. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Cool. And and, uh, and it and it's a fi- efficient with uh, limited space, and also uh, provides them a little more protection if you've got. Oh, I cats see. and raccoons and everything else there. Yeah, well, I've, yeah. I've got, I've
8: got all those. I've got everything you all got, but deer. I don't have deer. Not anymore. Uh, hey, Scrubby, we, Scrabby, we go. gotta
1: we gotta go to break. Is that okay? We're gonna go yeah, to break. Well, okay. Yeah. We'll, talk, yeah, I appreciate we'll find your out about you. We'll talk about your chicken ranch later. Or, chicken, no, tractor, man. chicken tractor. Chicken <laughs> tractor. I'm sorry. Yes. Thanks, <laughs> Scrubby. We'll, we'll, we'll take... We'll take a break and come back in a moment. Then we'll talk to Jeanette after this. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bowl 40 Road. What's your gardening goal for 2019? If you know... Terrific. If you don't, that's okay, too, because all you need to know is Millberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road will help you achieve those gardening goals. Because they have the three P's. The plants, products, and professional advice you need to have a great gardening experience. The plants. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically time-tested in this area. Plants the experts have given their thumbs up to. Plants they know you'll have the best chance of doing well with. So when you get your plant at Millburgers, you have peace of mind knowing you've made a good choice. Products. Millburgers carries the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. And the professional advice. Sometimes all you need is just a little advice. Millburgers professionals are trained to give you the best advice for this area. So trust in Millburgers to help you have a great 2019 gardening experience. Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road.
4: Steps, touch the Western Wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee. Pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019.
0: For details and to sign up, click on the Stand with Israel banner at 930amtheanswer.com.
4: Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. You may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville, South Carolina, which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red, and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it. Or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency stat do business with a like-minded company god bless texas and texas plumbing diagnostics here's dixie bishop
12: thanks mike at texas plumbing diagnostics we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for texas plumbing diagnostics
0: texas plumbing diagnostics we respond to your emergency stat
12: john We can't keep putting this off.
0: Okay, I'll clean the gutters. I'm talking about your dad. Well, what can we do? He wants to stay in his house. We
12: can make his house safer.
0: Yeah, I worry about the steps.
12: Perfect world, there are no steps. But he does have steps. And that banister only goes halfway up. And all those little throw rugs are falls waiting to happen.
0: So what about his prescription meds? If he forgets and takes them twice, he could get really dizzy. Right.
12: We could get him one of those daily pill counters. And he should have some sturdy hand grips in the bathroom and shower. This is all easy to do.
0: You know he's a proud guy. He's
9: not going to take all our fussing lying down.
12: That's the idea.
9: For older people, falling and breaking a hip can be devastating. For more tips on making homes safer, visit orthoinfo.org slash falls. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association.
12: Now please, clean the gutters. Just be careful on the ladder.
1: Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., The Answer. Quickly want to get to Jeanette at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to get you as much of an answer as we can before the, uh, the news, uh, Jeanette. What's going on? How can we help you today? Mm-hmm. Hi. Yes,
12: I have a 20-year-old home, and the shrubs that came with it uh, are turning kind of a light yellowish-green, I don't know what the shrub is; it's a kind of a medium sized thick leaf it's usually a deep green and now uh it's it's turning almost a yellowish green. It's real. I have not had good luck with this home either in growing a very it's just a garden home doesn't have a big lawn, but the grass doesn't grow very thick and pretty either i I wonder if I need to work on the soil somehow.
2: How much shade is there?
12: Well, uh, when I came here there was a very large oak tree and it but I've had to take it out, it started interfering with the plumbing line. And so we've we took the tree out, it covered shaded half the lawn, but it's uh gone now, been gone about three years. Um now the roots could still be under the ground. I've removed the stump but I don't know uh what still down underneath i guess that could be interfering
2: well i wouldn't think that'd be the usual problem tell tell us again a little bit about the shrub it's it's is how tall is it
12: oh it um i keep it trimmed down just below my the windows on my house it's uh probably i don't know three feet maybe is it evergreen yes yes
2: and any blooms no. Uh, do you know what the uh, dwarf yopon holly looks like?
12: I don't think... It doesn't remind me of what I think of as a holly leaf. Uh, there are okay. no little berries or anything. Uh,
2: are the leaves tiny, A little?
12: Uh, they're, they're not the tiny leaf. Now, I have that in one part of my yard. This is okay. more a medium-sized uh, leaf.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I... I'm kind of, normally we think of the plants that are well adapted to that kind of planting. It's normally not a soil issue. You know, usually it's a shade kind of issue. Can you, any chance, do you take any photos of the, 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 the plant? Uh, and so so what's the problem with it now it's turning yellow you see yeah
12: uh it it is i wondered but but i don't think i don't i don't normally cover it when it freezes and we've had a couple of freezes but i, I believe it was going on before that and um i can take some photos and and send them or bring them i, I come out in your area uh, uh, do that.
1: Yeah. Hey, okay. i got to take, Jeanette, hang on a second. We're going to get to you right after news and we'll finish up. we got to take a break. Back after this on 930 a.m., okay. this is The Answer.
0: We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls. On 930 a.m., The Answer.
1: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Let's go back to Jeanette real quick, and then we'll finish up. Hello.
3: Thanks, Jeanette.
1: Thanks for waiting.
3: Uh Yeah, does it have a thorn on the leaf? No. There's no No thorn. thorn. No thorn.
1: And to catch up, if you uh, just got here as part of the show, Jeanette, we were talking to her about a shrub she's had in her home for about 20 years. It's now beginning to yellow, and she's kind of wondering what to do about it. Does that sound right, Jeanette?
3: That's right. Okay. Is, is the leaf shiny? It is.
1: It is?
12: It is. Yes, it is. It's a, uh, at its best, it's a deep green, and it, it is shiny. Kind of a medium-sized leaf. Hmm,
2: girl. Yeah. If you, if I've if you even didn't... wondered
12: about, at the age of it, is there an age where these shrubs just reach the end of their productive life and need to be taken out? And oh, replace?
2: There's, a, there's a, quite often an age where they l- lose their ability to adjust. Yeah. Okay. Um, how, how tall do you think it would get if you didn't prune it? Do you have any idea? I, I
12: don't know. It, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've always kept it. My neighbors pretty much all have the same thing. I have an idea that uh, when the the housing area was, yeah, the uh, uh, the mall, was yeah. built, what they put yeah. in, we all keep them cut down below the window line. Uh, but I do see some that have grown up taller, you know, upward. It, it does keep reaching upward.
2: Hmm. You don't think it's, it's not Dorf Burford Holly. Oh, no, they, they have the sharp leaves, yeah.
12: I'd, these are a rounded, smooth edge leaf.
2: Well, you, do you ever fertilize it?
3: That's what I was going to
12: say. I'll have to tell you, I, I don't. Um, When this started happening, I put something, uh, some of what I thought was a potting soil up around the roots. I thought maybe that would protect it. Uh, But I I don't fertilize. I'd be glad to, but I don't know what to use.
2: Well, I I think I just, as an experiment, I'd use some slow release lawn fertilizer. What
3: about Iron Plus?
2: Iron Plus, yeah, Iron Plus would be a good one too. That's another good product that emphasizes iron.
3: And is I'm, there a you, brand? Is there a brand that you would uh, recommend? Iron
5: Plus, yeah. Is that
3: the? High oh, that yield, is a brand. High yield. Okay. I think I, that's high yield. I think so too. Or, but yeah. if, if you say Iron Plus, now that's not Ironite or anything mm-hmm. like that. That's a Iron. It, it's a granular, like a fertilizer. Yeah. Are you close to Millburgers? or?
12: Um, um, my mother lives out in that area. I go by, by there quite often.
2: Okay, well, Sorry. yeah. Well, Iron Plus is the brand. Uh, and then that, if you decide to get that slow-release lawn fertilizer, that's a Millburger bl- br-
3: uh, brand. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I think... And and you could, as you go by, uh, any time, uh, bring some bring some leaves. Uh, leaves. Oh, that's oh, cool. a lot. And uh, trace or some of the... Mary, or, here. Can Judy, identify what kind yeah.
2: it is.
1: Claudette, yeah, absolutely.
2: That's a good idea. Oh, that
3: sounds
12: great. And would you use the same thing on the lawn? Because the lawn, I've worked on it for years. It's always been disappointing. Um, it it never has become, you know, the thick green that you'd like to have it. Uh, is it Saint Augustine. I have no idea. I'm so sorry. I really don't know much about.
3: Uh, I don't know oh, what. Okay. To do okay does it have uh thin blades or does it have uh runners on top of the soil?
12: it has runners on top of the soil
3: okay that's saint augustine yeah
2: you okay. could use e- either either of those would work on your san augustine too
3: yeah okay that iron
2: that-, that iron plus might be a good uh a good kind of remedy for everything it's a high quality fertilizer and and the iron gets access to the plant pretty quickly
12: okay I'll do that I'll come I'll come by there next week cool
3: Uh, Good luck. you'll (laughs) want to put that uh, iron plus on the you probably want to wait until uh, late February
5: yeah, we okay. yeah, did,
3: of for the lawn that's early. Yeah. Well, we
2: we generally recommend spring fertilization for about when you mow real grass twice, which is quite often May 1st. But you might want to you put down your fertilizer for those shrubs or earlier earlier than that and just wait, you know, wait until spring to do the the lawn. Now so she's um, not
1: disappointed her her expectation of seeing a change. If this was the issue with the iron plus, let's say, how how quickly would she see a change?
2: That's that be reason why you wouldn't want to go too quick. You wouldn't want to put it down earlier than okay,
1: yeah, because that that's kind of what I was guessing from mm-hmm. why you said it.
2: So she wouldn't see
1: a change immediately because sometimes you've said with the iron plus you should see a quick change, mm-hmm. but with with if you did it she now might with a couple us, of weeks, she might
2: with the shrub. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, good luck. If it's on a weekend, say hello to us. Yeah, come
1: by and visit us with us, okay? I'll do that. Bye-bye. 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 All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866 308 8867. Don't forget, David Rodriguez will be here next Saturday from 1030 to noon. David will be discussing uh, with his seminar. It will be on uh, fruit trees, berries, uh, nuts, fruit trees, uh, figs, all those good stuff. He'll focus a little on citrus uh, as well, and that's Rain or Shine. It's absolutely free. Uh, If it's uh, chilly, uh, they'll probably move it to the... um, If it's too chilly, they'll move it to the greenhouse, where it's uh, nice and warm and toasty, and you can... uh, you can enjoy it if it's raining. It, the forecast doesn't call for rain. Uh, I was looking at that, but it does call for clouds and about and temperatures in the 60s. So um, sounds pretty nice. Yeah. So okay. So plan. Put that on your calendar. Also put the blood drive on your calendar too. That's coming up January 26th.
2: And M- Milton, you'll be happy to know that the yes. new newspaper is covered with uh, you well know, articles on.
3: The blood shortage. Oh, good. Well, no, no, well, no, no. A, 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 real,
2: covering yeah, it. a real blood shortage uh, <laughs> based on... Uh,
1: I wasn't making it up when I said it. <laughs> every, uh,
2: well, it just it's, seems like every, every blood drive you say that there's a <laughs> shortage. I think,
1: actually, they work with Charles and time it that yeah. way. No, no, I think they do because they, they know it's going to get, you know, more publicity because of the show and stuff. Isn't anyway. it every
2: quarter? Yep,
1: it's once a quarter. Yeah.
2: But, okay, but, go ahead but, and tell us about the but shortage. They, but they, they said, uh, you know... Some of those same things you said with the the holidays yeah. uh, and, and the weather, the way it's been. It's just for some reason there's been a special uh, problem trying to keep the supplies up.
1: Yeah, people get other things on their mind. And so uh, you can mark this one on your calendar. We're giving you plenty of notice. January 26th. It'll be from, I believe, 10 to 1. Go to milbergernursery.com for more details on that. And here's a little tip for you. If you can uh, say you've got, uh, you know, 30-minute, well, say you've got about an hour, starting at 11, uh, go online right now while you have a chance to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and make an appointment. That'll uh, get you seen uh, at your appointment time uh, so that you uh, don't have to wait quite as long. Uh, if there is a long line. But generally, there is not a long line, and it goes very quickly. So either way, you'll be okay. But uh, How do you I, sign up? I go to the South Texas Blood and Tissues website, and it says, I think, like, upcoming drives or something like that. Oh, and, and you then get you, you, Yeah, then you find that one, and you pick a time that you want to do. And oh,
3: okay. Yeah. We get,
2: every once in a while, we get reminded, too, in, the, in our neighborhood where we uh, somebody needs blood transfer. Mm-hmm. And it's so much easier if you get you know, you get a call from your neighbor and say, "Gosh, can you, you know, we need some blood for the, my wife, and can you rush over there?" And if you if you're all signed up and you've got a history of giving blood, uh, that that just works so well. And for the person, uh, for the per- people involved and the family involved too, it's just uh, just. Quick and easy, much quicker and easier if you uh, have a history of, uh, of and yeah. blood too, and it's a, it's a good it's a good civic exercise to be part of that process. By
1: the way, Mill Burgers is going to give a twenty dollars gift certificate this time to everyone that gives blood. That's double what they normally do because of the demand, and the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice thank you gift mm-hmm. for you as well. So, but Calvin's right. The real reason to do it is is the civic responsibility. So if you can. Uh, come on out and do it. And then if you don't think you can for some reason, um, I'm going to suggest you do, too. If you want to but you think maybe uh, something that you're taking medicine-wise is not correct or something, uh, come on out. You may be surprised. Things may have changed. And, uh, too, you'll also get a thank-you gift just for trying. So,
2: uh, But don't count on getting any homemade cookies like the old days. Oh, man. <laughs> He's still bitter and angry. Gosh, I'm on my, the- some of my memories of the best homemade cookies come from long history of giving blood. Damn. But
1: I'm sorry, Calvin.
2: Nowadays, you know, no, was... I guess HEB cookies are okay. But, yeah. Uh,
1: but they're not they're not homemade, I guess. Yeah. You know, poor, it's all... Calvin. Yeah, they that's right. All right. Two one oh three oh 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free it's eight six six. Here comes the sun a little bit, it's trying to come back out. 210-308-8867. If you uh, have chickens in your home or on your land, we want to know more about the something called a chicken tractor. So we've got lots of chicken questions. Uh, so uh, we, would, we would appreciate your chicken input. Um, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. That woman brought you, while we were answering, uh, I think, uh, Scrubby's question, she brought you... Um, some seed packets or something to kind of oh, she was, give your blessing.
2: She was interested in growing garbanzo beans. Oh, and I was trying to remember. Well, I, th- I thought I thought March first would be okay, but I was trying to remember if they're a long season. if It took a long season to produce them or not. Uh, but I then I kind of uh, fell back on the idea that uh,
3: experiment. Yeah, try it. Do you remember? Have you ever? Um. It seems like they're a long a longer season than snap yeah. beans or and then something it, like that. but I think you can use them as snap beans or uh and a lot of or people try beans. to
2: they'll try to they'll raise the be, the beans and try uh, the beans and or and go ahead and uh, start get the little curl or the growth on the on the bean. Yeah. And so that some of the some of the uh, recipes call call for that, but she was more more interested in uh, what's the uh, oh the uh, far uh, middle eastern food that uh, like hummus hummus that's what you yeah uh, that's what she was most interested in. No, oh,
3: she's going to make hummus out of them. Hummus, cool. So, that but is, I think your March first is okay. Yeah, it's just because uh, that freeze.
2: Yeah, and then uh, I don't know how they'll be affected by the heat. But,
3: yeah, I don't either.
2: But it'd be fun. To, you know, it's one of those things to experiment with. Did she get the seed here? Yeah, I asked her to keep us informed and just give us a report how it's going.
1: Good. All right. Two one zero three zero eight 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 sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight 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 sixty seven. Looking for folks who know things about chickens. <laughs> call us what are you into chickens are you going well, to I'm go
2: gonna i'm f- i'm not curious
1: about it now i'm interested
2: um there's there's probably so i know the extension service has some uh they they used to have some good literature where they showed those uh sliding uh cages aren't a good word uh but Pens. Uh, pens. pens yeah uh, and uh, that that's that's really a an accomplished task to use that Quite a bit, um, but they they had actually had some nice photographs and some of those uh, I- information. So they probably can find it on. Uh, if They go to uh, just the to the topic.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And they have classes every now and then, um, at least once or twice a year. I think we've seen oh, yeah. the classes that they have on on raising chickens. Uh, yeah, home gardening or uh, it's called. It's not called home. What's it called? Like. Oh, I'll look it up. Hang on. I'm going to go look it up now.
3: It's got some foul number or name about it, <laughs> it? Yes, I think so. <laughs> it's very foul.
1: It's all about foul things. So uh, you can,
2: uh, if you're interested in foul Did fouls, you guys have chicken. chickens in Tennessee? No. Uh, I did in uh, up in uh, East Texas in Lufkin. We had geese, ducks, geese, and chickens. It was wow. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, you know, all the kids in the neighborhood would, on har on, uh, on harvesting day of the chickens and ducks and would all come.
1: And do you find there's a difference between store-bought eggs and fresh eggs? And actually, no. Really, you don't?
2: Oh, I. Have- okay. It can be. I mean, there's different. The, the a lot of it has to do with the variety of chicken and. Okay. And the color. The color of the. Eggs sometimes is a little different, the yolks and everything
1: how about duck eggs and chicken eggs Do you, oh yeah did you eat duck eggs or, or? yeah
2: we did, we we did some some duck eggs because they' are runner ducks, and then there's a couple other uh varieties that mostly just are raised for lay, laying eggs too okay huh but i that that has a little different taste, and if you're used to it, I don't think it's a problem but so we just used them in uh Recipes rather than okay. fried eggs, you know. They weren't breakfast eggs.
3: Yeah, duck, egg, duck eggs are easy to get. Eat it. It's fun to eat with crackers. Oh, man. Never. How
2: long have you been ah. storing this up? <laughs> he
1: was setting you up the whole time. No.
2: That's
1: pretty good. This I like is that.
2: this. That's pretty good. Maybe yeah. we can keep pursuing We need that. to
1: give Ashley kind of a either a rim shot, either a... Go ahead and say it again. Uh, the, the Duck
3: what eggs. goes good with duck eggs is
5: quackers,
3: <laughs> <laughs> or the sad
1: trombone, which would be the same thing. But uh, <laughs> Ashley, it's up to you. If, if he does that again, but Pam is on the line and she's going to help us. I don't know if she's going to help us uh, on that, but uh... oh, cool, Pam. Pam, it's your first time calling. That's great. This is okay. easy for you, Pam. You'll be terrific. Can, What's going on? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay.
13: Well, y'all were. T- I listened to y'all. Been listening to you. Oh gosh, twenty years. It, I feel like I told the girl that I. I know a lot about, especially Jerry Parsons. But anyway,
2: uh,
5: Oh, uh, that's sad. The, so that joke I, was not y'all a surprise ever to you.
13: About the, the moving the little pen for the chickens. Uh, have y'all ever watched Alaska: The Last Frontier?
5: Mm-mm.
2: yeah I have it, a few times oh okay. they have that, well, you, they have a movable I don't remember yes. that though
14: well How, they, is it just a little own
2: one own. or is it a big one big
13: uh, well it's it's, it's it's one that's probably i would say by looking at it uh I was real impressed when I saw it up and I was raised, you know, raising chickens and all there was one other thing they did I thought was so cool with processing chickens, but anyway, um. You, it was probably about twenty feet by thirty feet, and wow. they put it on yeah, rollers. Rollers, and you know, it doesn't have to be any tall. It wasn't any taller than people going in and and you know, walking probably about oh six, seven feet tall. And what they do is they just they roll it around, and um, the chickens are like the guy said has the fresh grass. And, uh, and and so I thought it was just the neatest thing that, uh, Uh anyway, Alaska, the last frontier has been on for, in case people don't know that are listening, about five or six or seven years, and it's the Kilchers. They're in the Kenai Peninsula in Alaska, out of Homer, and their father, two of the brothers that are up in probably seventies now, uh, but they have sons, and it's a really interesting uh, oh, it's just a real earthy. Uh, it's just to me, it's just a wonderful show, and um, they they have the different families. Like they're the ones that did this with the, moving the chicken, um, whatever you call it. Um, were young people? They have two little children. One's about two. One's about four. But anyway, so that's I've seen it, and it's a great idea.
1: Uh huh. Now, Sounds good. Now, do you do do you work with chickens? Do you have chickens?
13: Uh, well, no, I was born and raised uh, in the country, and we did chickens and milk cows and all that kind of stuff. I'm about 74, uh-huh. and another, but I, we did the processing. And another thing, and I don't know if you want me to talk about this, but, you know, uh-huh. when you process chickens, uh, you know how they flop around and blood goes everywhere, and this is probably going to be gross to a lot of people, but, you know, it's... Apparently a big thing now, but they made a little cone-shaped thing, uh, like a cone, and they put the chicken in upside down. I don't know if y'all seen that, and had the head it so that that way when they do their their little removing the head to to process the chicken, then it is confined and it doesn't make a mess everywhere.
2: And they yeah. don't. They not Don't let them run around with their heads cut no. off. No, That's what we
13: oh. did when we were growing up.
2: That's what we did but. too, and that's all. All the kids in the neighborhood came to watch. You know. The, oh yes, and I squeal, squeal, so. squeal with the delight or, uh, or horror, upset. Yeah, horror. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, Pam, thank but, but. you.
1: Okay, oh,
13: you're I'm very sorry.
1: welcome. Hey, is
2: that we, the Discovery Station,
1: or what was what that? What channel is the Alaska You thing know, on? it's
13: either the Discovery, Animal Planet, but there's a lot of programs. And y'all were talking about the duck eggs. While I was on hold, there's another one called Life Below Zero. And it's a lot of the native Alaskans, and they actually go with their children because out on the islands and gather the, the eggs, the duck eggs. Oh. And yeah. it's Yeah.
5: I do, it's, it's, yeah. And, I do and eggs, the, yeah.
13: Yeah, and uh, so, anyways, it's all fascinating. I just love anything to do with Alaska. And well, thank you,
1: Pam. Sounds you're good. Welcome. All right, so now y'all. that was your first time calling. Will you call us back?
13: <laughs> I don't know. I did all just right, you, you keep listening, okay. and you
1: feel free to call us back. We enjoyed it.
13: Okay, thank you. Thank Bye you.
1: Bye-bye. All right, okay. Marcus, we got to take a break. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and 40 Road. What's your gardening goal for 2019? If you know... Terrific. If you don't, that's okay, too, because all you need to know is Millberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road will help you achieve those gardening goals. Because they have the three P's. The plants, products, and professional advice you need to have a great gardening experience. The plants. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically time-tested in this area. Plants the experts have given their thumbs up to. Plants they know you'll have the best chance of doing well with. So when you get your plant at Millburgers, you have peace of mind knowing you've made a good choice. Products. Millburgers carries the products to keep those plants healthy and happy and the professional advice sometimes all you need is just a little advice Milberger's professionals are trained to give you the best advice for this area so Trust in Millburgers to help you have a great 2019 gardening experience. Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bovordy Road.
9: Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes are overweight or have high blood pressure. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013.
0: The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by
15: Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. I always enjoy watching a new Congress or President enter office. The promises are always the same. Cleaning up corruption, making government work, etc. Incoming House Democrat freshman Joe Neguse of Colorado fit that mold when he said, quote, the partisanship, rancor, and dysfunction of the Trump administration is exactly what voters rejected in November. And that is why on January 3rd, when the new Democratic House majority arrives, we will bring the hope, vision, and goals of effective governance back to the forefront, unquote. Well, pardon me while I yawn. First, Democrats only consider things rancorous when Republicans don't lie down and get rolled over. Second, government has become dysfunctional precisely because so much of it operates outside constitutional limits. And third, too many Americans turn to government as a first resource and not a last resort, looking to Washington and not themselves to improve their lives. Get those priorities right and government will work again. Get them wrong and nothing will change. I'm Cal Thomas.
0: For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Take 930 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 930 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 930 a.m. The Answer. Download the app and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 930 a.m. The Answer. Weekdays on 930 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world, but the weekends are all about you. From expert advice to lifting up God, family, and country, weekends are for you on 930 a.m. The Answer. Welcome
1: back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. And we're going to go right back to the phone lines where Marcus is on the line with a blueberry question. Hi, Marcus. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
11: All right. How are you guys doing today?
1: Good. Hey, Marcus, I'm just going to remind folks as they're listening, too, we're going to give you lots of good advice. But David will probably be covering uh, blueberries, too, next Saturday uh, here at Mill Burgers with his uh, presentation from ten thirty to noon on growing fruits uh, and stuff. Okay, sorry, Marcus, go ahead.
11: Okay, that's okay. Yeah, I, I want the doc's opinion on uh, on blueberries. Of uh, which, in their uh, take, are uh, the top two better tasting blueberries, and and as far as production, which are the top two as far as production uh,
2: goes? Blueberry. Well, you, um, are, are you talking about high bush blueberries that we can grow here? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I, it may not be a matter of. Uh, I mean, you got to, There's a uh, at least a variety that does best because it's not not this is not the best place to grow them because of our alkaline soil and our hot weather, but uh,
3: Jerry, what is it? TIFBU? Tiff Blue, Tiff Blue. Oh, uh, yeah! I'm looking at my new catalog. Oh, to see what. And yeah. uh, they've got uh, Tiff Blue and uh, uh, Clima- Cinemax. Huh. They 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 did a staple through the through through the name. Huh. And then they've got one called Pink Lemonade, a blue and,
2: and uh, pre- premier. Oh, okay, premier. blueberry. huh? Some of those I don't don't even recognize. Okay.
3: Yeah, Good. the but one, the one, the one we originally started with, and got the blueberry deal going, was uh, Tiff Blue, which is right. the, is the only one that we know of that is uh, self-fruitful. Yeah, and of course
2: you. The way we recommend you grow it is in a s- container, and it's okay. uh, half half uh, sphagnum peat, peat moss and half sand, even or half potting soil, okay. and it's it's a constant issue to keep it acidic. Okay. They're, because they they really like acidic. When I had my peach orchard in East Texas, I grew. Uh, blueberries and even there, with that acidic soil, you were you were, uh, and had had uh, chelated iron and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So I heard, that, I heard, that,
11: the, I heard you guys say that they like rainwater too. Huh?
2: Yeah, rainwater works good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and mire acid. Yeah. It doesn't okay. take yeah just a drop or two. Of, or it doesn't take a lot of wa- water. Um, okay. Now, they, they'll they produce. My issue is always the, the birds. Yeah. Because okay. yeah, about the time, you know, you, you kind of scope them out, and they're looking good, and uh, you estimate, well, i got two weeks more before they get ripe, and then the next time you look at them, the birds have already hit them. <laughs>
3: right,
11: right. So, so you said that the cinem- Cinemac, is that the one you mentioned, and Tiff Blue?
3: Yeah, Tiff Blue is is definitely one you want to have.
11: Okay, and that's self self pollinating.
3: Tiff Blue is yes.
11: Okay.
3: okay. Uh, do, Go ahead.
2: Well, just you can experiment with the others too,
3: because uh, okay. yeah, this Premier uh, says you, you pollinate with the Cinemax. cinemax yeah. So you have, oh, have oh. oh, you have to have no, two. Oh, oh, No, it's Climax. Climax. C l i m a x. Oh, climax.
2: Which you have got yeah. too,
3: right? Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Well, and they're pretty. That
2: they're pretty know. plants too. They're attractive okay. plants.
11: Too. Okay. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try them out uh, this time around see so see what happens. And I, I do you know, appreciate your professional help.
3: Thank be, you. Be sure to grow them in containers.
11: I'll do that. And thanks for your help.
3: I appreciate it. Okay. Well, let us know how you do.
2: Keep us informed, especially if you figure out a way to to uh, get a share from the birds. Let me know.
11: Okay. Okay, I'll do that. Thanks for your opinion. Thank you, Marcus. You take care. Bye,
1: Marcus. And again, we'll remind you, David Rodriguez will be here, and and that would be a great question for him on uh, varieties and how to grow them and ideas uh, as he talks about growing uh, fruits and. uh, there's a seminar here next uh, Saturday from 10.30 to noon. Absolutely free. Go to nursery.com It's rain or shine. Ma, Holly is on the line at 210-308-8867. Mm-hmm. 210-308-8867. Hi, Holly. Welcome Hi, to the guys. show. Nice How are you doing? Year. hope
14: the year's good for you all. Thanks. You too. Uh, for the first time, I after listening to you all bragging on porter weed, I went out and bought several one-gallon, Plants, and I'd like to know what to expect from them, and do they freeze, and how much water, and Wow, where you did, tell where, me, did I don't you know get, where did you about get where'd you get them? Uh, what?
3: One gallon plants. Where'd you get them? We had them too. We had them. Yeah.
2: Now, did they did they uh, were they out in the freeze?
14: Uh, no. I bought them after that.
2: Oh, good, good. Because right, I not Yeah, I wouldn't be too. I wouldn't be too optimistic that they would make it through the freeze. I was trying to... Oh, I, I, some of mine did. Yeah, the dwarf. had a few of the dwarf red. No, it was the regular-sized blue
3: that made it through. Yeah. So... You said the dwarf didn't make it. No,
2: the dwarf red didn't make it. They're, and they're very... That was a pretty one. Yeah, very nice. Uh, but uh, they'll... If they're in well-drained containers... Uh, be be gen be generous with the water with them. He, he, they're not a drought tolerant plant, uh, and they'll.
14: So once they're planted, you have to water them frequently, or what? Uh,
2: well, well once a week.
14: Ah.
3: Not that you know not. Are uh, yours, yours in containers?
14: Um, I'm planting them in the ground. They're in containers now. <laughs> and okay, planted them.
3: Yeah, if they're in good, if they're in
2: enriched uh, in soil with uh, compost, uh, once a week. Well, and they'll let you know. They they they'll wilt if uh, you know, and then and then you've got some time to get them uh, watered because they they respond. But once I would count on once a week watering them at least in our climate.
14: Are they really worth it? Are they beautiful? I mean, are they are, are they are they invasive? I don't know if
2: they're. I've I like them. I I rate them up there as one of the top butterfly plants. I I, I describe them as the weirdest some of the weirdest plants because of their growth habit. Yeah, they are they funny looking. Yeah, and Jerry brought the point uh to to our attention that the, there's a claim that their uh uh nectar is the richest around and and that's why you it looks like there's tiny little flowers, but the uh, monarchs and the hummingbirds and swallowtails, all of them compete for that for access and a position on those uh, plants. And some of them are are really attractive. That dwarf red and the uh, common blue. They're a the nice weeping plant, and they've got the that bright red blooms on those weeping stems so they're very interesting and almost to the point of weird in their growth habits
3: but they don't they have invasive? big flowers yeah yeah
2: they they're not they're not uh moy grande right, right. hibiscus or
3: anything are, they, are invasive? they invasive is that what you're asking yeah what? i'm curious about that i buy too no many invasive no, plants not, not not at all they'll grow
2: big but they yeah they don't Cross borders and take over your raised bed garden or anything.
3: Because they freeze back so big, every year.
14: How tall would I expect?
2: Well, it depends on the plant. Uh, I got some of those. The, the pink last year grew to about uh, five feet tall and me. three feet wide. But the, the, the red dwarf, three feet tall, three feet wide. The blue, Four feet tall, three feet wide. Wow. They're, they're pretty, I was, uh, disciplined is not a, uh, probably appropriate, but they, the expectations, you, you know, they're not, they're not like mist flower. They don't lay down and move across the ground. Okay. So
14: you still think it's a uh, great plant or not?
2: Hmm. Do you, do you still, you still
3: think don't? it's a great plant?
2: I do. I'm. I will uh, make an assessment early in the spring on which of mine have made it, and then I'll, I'll watch for the when we get some uh, the new selection here at Millburgers and definitely uh, buy some more. I'm surprised
14: to hear that they would freeze.
2: Well, I get a lot of plants that I love that uh, that have a danger of freezing so that that you know Do you have I kind of wish, they, they, didn't, kinda wish they didn't I freeze I thought they were
14: kind of considered more native plants here
2: no porterweed no they're tropical exotics
14: ah okay
2: there the well, at least one one variety is native to south florida but the rest of them are from the caribbean and south america
5: yeah so maybe you maybe you're confused
3: Maybe you're confusing that with uh, the butterfly weed. Milkweed? Milkweed.
14: Yeah, those I've killed for, I don't know, I've tried them three times and I gave up.
3: Hmm. Yeah, t-
2: tropical milkweed, have you tried that and it's not grown for Yeah, I've got
14: one of those that survives, but the butterfly um, weed guy, no, don't,
2: Yeah, don't. I think they don't. Need more uh, water
14: than I'm willing to give them.
2: Yeah. Well, they. They'll have a tendency to it takes them two or three years to get settled in, and then they start performing. But oh, the tropical milkweed is easy. It, uh, I guess. Tropical milkweed is easy to grow and is nice looking.
14: Right, I I, I succeeded with those.
1: Thank you, Holly. You take care.
14: Okay. Thanks. Good luck. Bye, guys.
1: All right, we're going to take a break, and while we do, we've got a lot of great calls. Uh, keep, us, uh, keep us busy at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolvordy Road. What's your gardening goal for 2019? If you know, terrific. If you don't, that's okay, too, because all you need to know is Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolvordy Road will help you achieve those gardening goals. Because they have the three P's. The plants, products, and professional advice you need to have a great gardening experience. The plants. Millburgers carries plants that are specifically time-tested in this area. Plants the experts have given their thumbs up to. Plants they know you'll have the best chance of doing well with. So when you get your plant at Millburgers, you have peace of mind knowing you've made a good choice. Products. Millburgers carries the products to keep those plants healthy healthy and happy and the professional advice sometimes all you need is just a little advice Milburgers professionals are trained to give you the best advice for this area. So trust in Millburgers to help you have a great 2019 gardening experience. Millburger's Landscape Nursery 1604 on Boulevardy Road.
7: This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair we'll even give you 20 percent discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced don't risk losing a stone or even worse a bracelet or a neck chain at mark Sadowski jewelers we believe in preventing loss another common problem is how rings tend to shrink i think it has something to do with being too close to mexican food we can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818.
0: Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times, when we were more active and ate more healthy foods, and you checked on me every once in a while? Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave, but unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke
9: Association, and the Ad Council. When heading south on 37, you'll cross Hot Wells Boulevard, a destination for the rich and famous 100 years ago. Another San Antonio story
15: after this. Hello, I'm David Meisner, co-owner of Countywide Service Company. Is the summer heat getting you down? For a limited time, Countywide Service is offering free comfort evaluation. We've partnered with Day and Night to provide the most reliable A.C. and heating service with constant comfort in Bear County. Countywide Service with Day and Night are ready to help you make high electric bills a thing of the past. Receive a 20% discount with any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772.
9: Licensed tacla The ruins still remain of the famous Hot Wells Resort and Bathhouse along the San Antonio River. Hot Wells saw glorious days of ostrich races, visitors like silent film stars Rudolph Valentino and Douglas Fairbanks Sr. But Prohibition, the Great Depression, and several fires led to the Hot Wells being tapped. Rumor has it, it may spring back. I'm Sonny Melendrez. (laughs)
1: Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Your calls, give us a call and be a part of the show at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I went on to the uh, AgriLife Extension, the Bear County site. It's called Backyard Basics. That's what we were thinking of. That yeah. drive. And um, I can't find when the next class is going to be. Chicken, to I, I, the next chicken class? I can't find the next chicken class.
2: Oh darn. No. Where are the t- I'm trying to
1: think of a bad pun, but I got nothing. <laughs> now
2: did you find what, what when the next beer or wine glasses? No, I didn't find that either. No.
3: I I'll, I'll keep looking though. But well, anyway. Look under foul information. i yeah. I'll Google that. <laughs> well,
2: well, he'll get it. he'll end up on some it's pornography porn site. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867.
3: I'm looking at, we were talking about leaves a while ago, and uh, Neil got a question, said, is it bad for leaves to be used to as compost fertilizer? Uh, what about leaves in a yard with dog poop? I I thought that Neil's answer was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it is. Said leaves are one of the compo- components of uh, good compost. I do not consider compost to be fertilizer. A lot of people do. I, I put that a lot that of people mean, do and, yeah. yeah, it's, would, uh, it's
2: beneficial, that. but that but it's not a not a lot of nutrients.
3: Right. But instead. Uh, now that dog
2: poop might be, I have more nutrients in it than
3: that. We've we've discussed that dog poop on here before. Have we? <laughs> yeah, really. You did they shut us that? down? Or no, we uh, I, we uh, had to uh, apologize. I, I remember one of the questions we had. A uh, guy called in years ago, and he said, "What am I gonna have in a bag that I?" bag the leaves in the in the uh, fall and fill it full of uh, full of uh, dog poop. (laughs) He said, what am I going to have next spring when I open that bag? Yes. You know my comment was? What was your comment? Leaves and dog poop. (laughs) (laughs) Because compost won't it won't compost in a in a garbage bag. So, uh Anyway, Neil said, "Shred the leaves, uh, shred the leaves, and work them into the compost. Adding dog manure as as well is absolutely fine. It's no different than using cow or horse manure."
2: Well, I don't know. That maybe is a little overstatement.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I think uh,
2: any kind of meat based. Mm, uh, Manure is right. is different than using the plant based.
3: Oh, that makes sense. And you don't have much uh, smell and. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, smell would be a problem. Yeah, I guess yeah.
2: I guess maybe. Well, we get used to. We get used to chicken manure and cow manure smell. Yeah, but pig manure still bothers people, and dog manure <laughs> does. So. Cats.
5: <laughs>
2: but I mean, what Neil is saying is that the ba- basic manure is uh, decomposes quickly.
5: <laughs>
2: hey, you made him call. I <laughs> hope we don't. Cho- don't he doesn't cough. choke, you know. And he, we have oh. to explain why <laughs> why he choked. Yeah. Look yeah. at here now. Look at I Thought across
3: my mind: people, people that, have, people that have cats. Yeah, we need them to call in and see. Do you use the cat manure in your house plants? Okay. In your house plants uh, or, or, or potted plants? See, I would, I would hesitate
2: to do that, of course, but I'd, I, if I didn't have too much, I would put it in a, a, a compost pile.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
1: just, I just like the line. I don't think we've ever said it before on the show. Pig manure bothers some people. No. I just
5: like that line. <laughs> do you? I
2: mean, does pig manure smell? as... I don't know. I don't oh. never smell pig manure. Really? No. They, they don't have pigs in Louisiana. <laughs> they
1: they do, but not in our neighborhood. Oh. They eat them all. Yeah. We, I didn't.
2: Well, when you, when you're driving through a rural area where they grow, oh, uh, that's a good point. Where grow, grow pigs, you definitely know when you're by a pig farm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whereas. Uh, I guess there's a general fragrance from cow manure all through, but uh, pigs are and pretty. of course, uh, yeah.
3: well, the chickens we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Chickens. chickens can be strong, especially especially from when you're up around East Texas where they grow you know, by the thousands. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. Chickens can be pretty they have nauseous. They a, have a kind of foul taste. Yeah.
2: yeah. <sighs> But kind of they have a foul smell. actually
1: we're gonna get you that
2: those two little buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and you make the decision. When they're when they're uh, raised like we we're talking about with the moving pen. Yeah. The tray, then there's not much smell at all.
1: Well, no, there we go. Let's uh, you are you're going somewhere with this, I uh, forget. Were you talking about Neil? I'm gonna focus this on uh, get off manure talk.
3: Well he's this uh, other guy wrote it, uh, another person wrote it and said I have termites in my vegetable garden, He oh. said. Uh, "They are destroying the roots of my vegetables."
2: Remember, we had a, a, a caller that made a determine. Oh, he what did he determine that the he saw some grubs and he automatically yeah, said yeah. They, they, they were wiping out his whole garden and we. We were hard pressed to agree with that
3: Yeah, we of, told him that there's, there's oh, they were grubs that don't eat Yeah,
2: they were rhinoceros we Yeah, know, they're right. rhinoceros. And they they definitely are not yeah, much they're interested beneficial. in roots. Yeah.
3: But Neil says on the on the termites, uh, termites generally feed on cellulose and wood such as uh tree roots and trunks. Not so much in ve- uh, uh, vegetable roots and stems. Now, we have, uh, let's see, terrestrial termites here.
2: Yeah, they're pretty distinctive. That, that,
3: that can, uh,
2: you know, it was a few yeah, years ago when we were, in fact, when I was uh, out there at, I was officed before A&M uh, out there on the south side. Right. And had a there would be huge fields, and they moved across. It was just a ominous kind of right on on one side of the line of the agricultural termites. There was nothing growing on the other side. There, there was the grass and everything, and they were just moving right through it.
3: Yeah, they kill they kill trees and things. Dr. Laura Shreve, uh, when he he was uh, working with the apple industry. Uh, uh, had had a considerable amount of, of problems with uh, with his fruit fruit planting from uh, hmm. uh, agricultural termites or terrestrial termites they call it.
2: relatively easy to control in your yard because you can just you see you see that line, distinctive line and you, yeah you apply now if you're uh, limiting limiting yourself to Organic control is a little tougher, but oh yeah,
3: I guess you spend a sad take care of.
2: Nowadays, yeah, you nowadays. Might be able to
3: do it. Uh, can muscadines be transplanted safely? What are they? Muscadines. Uh, muscadines. Vitus rotundifolia. Goodness, I guess if the soil was right,
2: they're hard to transplant, though, aren't they?
3: uh there some of some of the if you get them out of the wild they're almost impossible to root yeah they're, oh. but uh they they're muscadine is the uh is a native grape to the southeastern united states
2: isn't it isn't it an acid lover yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah we we usually, we usually don't recommend it uh around San Antonio. Yeah,
2: uh, e- uh, deep East Texas there.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They, they're big in East Texas. And uh, they actually started a grape industry in uh, in Mississippi.
2: They're tasty, yeah, they taste good.
3: Yeah, they have a different taste. Yeah. And they re- really improved the varieties since I used to fool with them in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, we we planted a ball. You got a question. We planted our bald cypress trees 15 feet from the house in 2003. Knees are now beginning to show up. Uh, any any danger? Any danger of uh, da, uh, uh, damaging the foundation? I'd hate to. I'd hate to have to remove it, but I'll do whatever is necessary. Uh,
2: I didn't think knees were an issue if it was in. Uh, wasn't in uh wet soil. Yeah, yeah.
3: They're they're, they're aerial roots. Uh, they're an aerial root structure.
2: Now we, they've uh we've got a. Oh, along Babcock uh, Medical Center, there's a, a doc, uh, treatment uh, doctor's office there, and they used uh, Montezuma Cypress as landscape. know very nice, uh, very attractive, and oh yeah, uh, distinctive shape and everything. And I just can't, I just it'd be hard to imagine if you they ever had any knees. But now, if you ever, they they've planted around the water, mm-hmm. the knees. But that that's. Uh, that is because they function as... Uh, I don't it,
3: think Montezuma cypress has knees. Not at all, huh? Yeah.
2: Okay. So, so you think a bald cypress will have knees even if it's a dry ground?
3: It can. Wow. Oh. And for, for our area, I don't know if I recommend bald cypress because of the alkalinity. You know, there are several research projects. Uh, uh, David Creech up in... Uh, Nacogdoches, is uh, Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, uh, I know him well. has been <laughs> has been uh, been to China several times. Of uh, bringing back selections of uh, ball cypress that are alkaline, supposedly alkaline resistant, hmm. and he's developed some that are uh, that are very alkaline resistant. Uh, I don't know if they are widely on the market yet, but uh, uh, our, our Standard ball cypress, I've seen a lot of them turn yellow and die around uh, San Antonio.
2: Really? Well, we, you know, they do pretty well on the rivers.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm talk, talking about in these uh, shallow up, up soils. Up land, okay. for shallow soils.
2: Well, for a while we were, uh, we were promoting them. Of course, then we kind of shifted to Montezuma cypress yeah, because right. it's a more desirable and, landscape plant.
3: More uh, iron. Drought tolerant. Drought tolerant. Faster growth rate. Yeah. So uh, if you're going to plant a cypress, uh, use Montezuma cypress instead of bald cypress. And uh, Neil Neil didn't think that, uh, but he kind of washed around and said... uh, work with an arborist uh, you know if you need a root bear or something like that but I don't think it'll uh, damage or damage as uh, in San Antonio I know it won't damage a damage a foundation a house foundation uh, Calvin said uh, I reminded everybody to apply Dormant or the fruit and nut trees to control scale, aphids, and other insects hiding in the barks stem. Make the applications when two days above 45 degrees are forecast.
2: Yeah, well, kind of why, go out there and examine your peach trees and plums, and, and it'll, it'll surprise you sometimes that uh, yeah. you, know, you haven't noticed the scale and... I've gotten a couple emails from folks that said there's this dusty fungus-like yeah. growth, and when you look at the p- picture, it's obviously scale insects. Mm.
3: Did you spray your peach orchard every year with dormant? Oil? Oh yeah. I'm wondering if we ought to recommend that to homeowners. Well, we probably should. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean because you know there's a lot of people out there that uh, can't identify scale yeah. insects.
2: And you, uh, it's uh, it's an organic control. It's yeah. uh, beneficial by because uh, if you don't even if you don't have scale, you've got a, probably got aphids and everything yeah. else hiding yeah. in there.
3: So it's uh, and it's cheap. Yeah, and organic. Hey, we've run out of time. Really? No, it's true. Uh-uh.
2: The weather's
1: just getting wonderful. I know the weather is kind of well. The sun keeps poking. It's trying to make a little. Of, it's presence known, but it, uh, it's fighting those clouds. Alright, we're going to say goodbye for today. I want to remind you, David Rodriguez is going to be here next Saturday 10.30 to noon doing a presentation on growing fruit trees in your yard. That's uh, That could be uh, pecans or blueberries, blackberries. It could be
2: Peaches, plums, yep. apples, and pears.
1: I so bet he'll
3: take chicken questions. Chicken. He
1: probably will take plenty of chicken questions. Or so beer and wine questions.
2: Exactly. He's so very good at that.
1: Be here next Saturday. I'm Milton Glick. This is the answer. <laughs> <laughs>